Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Earlier this week, Russia said it was tearing up the grain shipment deal, which allowed Ukrainian grain and wheat to pass freely through the Black Sea and on to mostly African nations that need it. That followed the bombing of the Kerch Bridge, which connects annexed Crimea from mainland Russia. We thought it would be a good idea to talk about how the war is affecting Ukraine as well as Russia economically as we have passed the 500-day mark since it started. David Zykin is co-founder of the consultants The Key Elements Group and advises multinationals, brands and NGOs. Good morning, David. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. David, um, can we start with the grain shipment deal? Will that damage the Ukrainian economy if they can't ship their products to other countries? Look, uh, as we know now, Putin's plan was to take Kiev in three days. It didn't work. He said one month, it, it, it didn't work as well. So now his tactics changed to a brutal total war. Among the attacks on civilian targets, destruction of Ukrainian infrastructure, denial of power generation facilities, uh, with that goal largely complete, the next step is to deny Ukraine the ability to generate capital domestically. And as we know, Ukraine earns money to fund its institutions and service debts through the export of grain and transit of gas. So now Putin uh, decided that uh, he wants to withdraw from Black Sea grain deal. And this is his way to negotiate, not only to put additional pressure on Ukrainian economy, but to put pressure on Western partners and uh, other countries. Because now he's facing first time in 20 years he's facing more challenges than he's capable of uh, surviving, potentially. Yeah, and of course, that grain deal was brokered by Turkey, so it would be very embarrassing for Turkey that one side would walk away from it. Can we talk about the gas transit deal? Now, the, the gas transit deal that allows Russian gas to pass through Ukraine to Eastern Europe, firstly, I'm amazed that that deal hasn't been ripped up sooner, but I guess Ukraine needs the transit fees. Uh, but that deal ends next year. Uh, if it's not renewed, will that have a big impact on the Ukrainian economy? There are two components and potential impact. Well, as we know, the deal uh, was earning Kiev uh, close to $7 billion, subject to amount of gas passing. Uh, and we know that European Union plans to completely end reliance on Russian gas by 2027. Mm. Uh, if the deal is gone, this will likely make European winters, 24, 25, 26, quite expensive. Also, uh, what's interesting is that uh, the countries such as Austria, Hungary, Slovakia, Italy, they're disproportionately relying on Russian gas. So if this deal is gone, um, not only Europe will be affected, but what it means for the United Kingdom. For United Kingdom also, it means higher prices because the countries will have to buy uh, gas at the spot market. What's troubling to see that some countries still don't get it, that the era of cheap Russian gas is is gone till till Putin is in power or maybe even forever. Now, um, quite a few European nations have rapidly substituted Russian gas for LPG, liquefied petroleum gas, mostly from Qatar, um, is that supply good enough for power-hungry countries? Qatar has been a reliable partner, and um, it's much, much better and safer than uh, Russia. And also, 
as we know, United Kingdom currently relying on 70% of our LNG coming from United States. So this also helps to stabilize price. And is LPG cheaper than Russian gas or is it slightly more expensive? Uh, it Depending on the time of the year and supply and demand, it could be cheaper, but also it could be more expensive. Right. But the, the fact that we are now no longer relying as, for example, as United Kingdom on Russian Petra products is relieving. Also, as we know, um, Saudi Arabia. So we have a visit. Uh, MBS is coming to United Kingdom this autumn. So Mohammed bin Salman. They, Saudi Arabia may step in to fill the gaps in the interim, but poor transition infrastructure within Europe can lead to bottlenecks in supply and discrepancies, yeah, the, supply versus demand in some areas. There will be some people who say you're re- replacing dependency on one dictatorship, i.e. Putin, with a, another dictatorship, i.e. Saudi Arabia. We are currently in war with Russia. And uh, in the in in simple terms, you know, I just came from Kiev, um, and um, the most humbling experience is to spend your night, uh, your night in the bomb, bomb shelter. And uh, what... What means the the fact that the weapons are not coming on time? It means we are sabotaging Ukrainian uh, counteroffensive, and uh, this is the bigger problem. Now let's go back to the economic side of things. The Russian ruble has collapsed over the past six months. Uh, does that matter uh, if it's if Russia is earning billions of dollars through sales of oil and gas? Russian gas revenue is down 48% year to year. They just released the numbers yesterday or the day before yesterday. So the uh, the, the the bigger problem is Western company selling and buying Russian uh, oil and gas. And uh, the other problem is Western companies selling components which are used in Russian drones, killing Ukrainian civilians. But that would, of course, be illegal. That would be in breach of sanctions, wouldn't it? Yes, but sanctions are not uh, enforced well enough, and this is still uh, going on. All right. David, thank you so much for your um, help today. That's David Zykin, co-founder of the consultants, the Key Elements Group. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Talk.